expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Trevor Tortomasi with the top of the hour news. Lawmakers are preparing to increase coronavirus relief funds. The executive UN has proposed increasing the special budget for COVID-19 relief to 630 billion NT. The proposal would also extend the deadline, yen to apply for relief funds until the end of next June. The bill has already passed its first two readings in the Legislative Yuan, and lawmakers are scheduled to review it for the third and final time next Monday. A preparatory meeting for that effort has been set for Thursday. And the Food and Drug Administration is warning those trying to gather people for buying rapid coronavirus tests online. The FDA says the tests are medical equipment, and can't be bought over the internet, and that people violating the rules will face fines of 2 million NT maximum. Local media report that there were group buying requests on Facebook and Instagram for COVID-19 tests so that people can conduct them at home. The FDA says currently it only allows medical professionals to conduct the test. Officials say there are concerns of safety and accuracy for the rapid test if individuals administer it at home. And the number of workers on furlough has remained fairly stable. One thing. According to the Ministry of Labor's latest figures, there are currently 3,925 employees nationwide on unpaid leave programs. That's up just 38 compared to the week before. Labor officials say this shows that the Level 3 coronavirus warnings implemented across Taiwan have yet to have an immediate effect on furlough numbers. However, it says it will continue monitoring the situation as the restrictions remain in place. Currently, most of the companies with furlough programs are in the support service industry, followed by the retail sector and the manufacturing sector. However, the sector with the most furloughed employees remains the transportation and storage industry, accounting for about a third of the total furloughs. And the U.S. Biden administration's solar power, Taiyangneng, ambitions are colliding with complaints that the global industry depends on Chinese raw materials that might be produced by forced labor. A big hurdle is polysilicon used to make solar panels. The global industry gets 45% of its supply from Xinjiang, the northwestern region where the ruling Communist Party is accused of mass incarceration of minorities and other abuses. Other parts of China supply 35%. Only 20% comes from U.S. and other producers. Biden's climate envoy, John Kerry, says Washington is deciding whether to block solar products from Xinjiang. That would conflict with President Joe Biden's plans to cut climate-changing U.S. carbon emissions by promoting solar. 
The United States is restricting visas, Qianzheng, for people undermining efforts to resolve the deadly fighting in Ethiopia's Tigray region. Other U.S. actions linked to the crisis include wide-ranging restrictions on economic and security assistance to Ethiopia. In a statement, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says it's time for the international community to take action. The six-month-old conflict has sparked allegations of ethnic cleansing and fears of famine. Thousands of people are estimated to have died, and local authorities and aid groups allege that atrocities, including rape, extrajudicial killings, and forced evictions, have been part of the violence. And the COVID-19 death toll in India has passed 300,000 as a devastating surge of new infections shows no signs of easing. The health ministry today reported 4,454 deaths in the last 24 hours, bringing India's total fatalities to 303,720. India has the third most deaths behind the United States and Brazil. Experts, however, believe the true toll is significantly greater. But the virus isn't finished with India by any means, as megacities such as Mumbai and New Delhi see some signs of improvement, the virus appears to be taking a ghastly toll in the country's vast rural Xiangxia areas. A majority of India's people live in rural areas where healthcare jianbao is limited. That was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Trevor Tortomasi.